Welcome to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. This is Harmony Kaplan. She flew the coop again. Did she? She did. You can tell that's not Allie, right? <laughs> that is my shop boy, Grant Whitaker. Always happy to have you here with me. Oh my God, I wouldn't miss a shopping day. Well, you know, this time, you know, she does have this day job. Does at she? Twin City Mag. <laughs> yes. I've, I think Twin, I've, I think I've heard. business. I think I've heard about that. Yes. And she actually had to go to a conference. Oh. To learn more about how to be an editor in chief, apparently. Well, sometimes, or maybe she's telling them. I'm not sure which. Well, it is. sometimes when you're an editor, you've got to do those kinds That's of right. things. That's right. And so I said, "That's okay," because Grant will be here with yes. me. So too bad for you, Lady Allie yeah. Kaplan. <laughs> <laughs> she will be back next week. She promises. Um, I, you know, I think that we can't really start the show. This is the shop girls. We talk fashion and we don't talk politics. And this is not a political story as such. We can't not talk about the jacket that Melania Trump was wearing the other day, Um, mainly because it has caused so much um, of an outcry in so many ways and different things that have been done in case you were in a trench somewhere and didn't hear about this as she went to visit uh, these children that are being um, taken care of at a, at a base in um, McAllen, Texas. She was spotted getting on the plane in a Zara military trench coat from last season, actually, that had a message on it that said, I really don't care, do you? Right. And, you know, I guess the main reason I think that it, that it's such a big thing that people are talking about is that First ladies going all the way back to Jackie Kennedy. They knew what they were doing. No first lady gets dressed without giving it a great deal of thought because they know that they are in this huge spotlight and everything is is with a purpose. And I think Melania has worn other things that we know have been with a purpose, like her white, all white suit at the sure, State of the absolutely. Union uh, address. And when she has been in other countries, she's worn things that, you know, and this is, I was reading how they make sure that they know if certain colors aren't acceptable in foreign countries or if there's certain things you should wear. So we know that that thought goes into it. Um, Her communications director said that it's a jacket. And that's it. Well, we know it's a jacket. And I think, you know, one playing the advocate on the other side, first of all, it's a jacket. If we want to point out the fact that it's just a jacket, it's last season's jacket. So, (laughs) you know, you might want to wear this season's Zara. Yeah. Because then you wouldn't have any kind of message. Right. You know, I mean, overall, fashion is fashion. That's one thing. A message is, of course, is is a message. Yeah. You know, sometimes in in day to day society, we have, you know, I can't think. I I have coats that have messages on them, but I think it's our responsibility, especially in style and trend, to pick those moments. Well, yeah, and it's it's kind of confusing. I think you know her her communications director, as I said, you know, said that maybe if we paid more attention to where she was going and what she was doing instead of fashion, but. As every fashion writer has pointed out, fashion makes a statement. Totally. And and we all know that. The way we dress, people look at us and they make, whether some judgments aren't fair to make, that's another story, but they do. That is what they see first. Well, and I think the thing is on the back end of it, we have to think, we have to look at it this way. 
she was on a plane to go do something apparently that she thought was good. Right. 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 You know, so I, I don't know what the message was. We don't know what the intention was. That's her business. Yep. If it's just a jacket point being, make sure it's from the, you know, current season. Yeah. Well, a couple other interesting things that, that happened. There's a, a Portland based uh, brand called wild thing. Yeah. I thought and this was they, such a yeah, great story. They immediately released a limited capsule collection titled. I really care. With 100% of the proceeds going to, I never know how to pronounce this, Racies, R-A-I-C-E-S, Texas. I, it, it's a, I donated to them. It's money that's raised to help in the court cases yeah. for these immigrants. Um, anyway, and they said it sold out uh, within a few hours, and they immediately started another run, and that sold out twice. Now I do believe they have it again. Are you familiar with Wild Thing? I wasn't until I have this. Been. No. You know, they do a lot. I mean, that's... You know, obviously they're a clothing and textile company, but I mean, they do a lot around messaging. They yeah. do a lot where they feel like they're trying to empower their voice through fashion. Right. And and they're doing that. There was also a, a PSA or public service apparel. This this brand uh, co-run by Upworthy and Good also launched its own take on a graphic that says, I really do care on a T-shirt. So a lot of um, things were done. Our own Christopher Straub, who yes. is right a designer right from uh, Minnesota. He immediately put on his uh, Twitter feed a jacket that read, I really do care. You should too. Well, absolutely. I think at a certain point, we all should care. Absolutely. doesn't absolutely. matter what These our message no, is, but we should care no. about people, period. Yeah, absolutely. And I, the other thing that I thought was interesting is that uh, Women's Wear Daily reported that her go-to stylist, whose name is Hervé Pierre, had no idea about it. He had never seen the jacket before. Um, he was in, in route to Paris at the time when he was asked. But he had never seen the jacket nor heard about it. So, you know, it's kind of a mystery. I have a feeling she's never going to speak about it, at least not as long as she's in the White House. Maybe she will someday. But it's it's an interesting thing that has happened. And um, I don't know, maybe in some ways it's brought a lot of people together. But, you know, there's a part of that, too, where I think, like, the message that you just said about, based on the stylist, he was on a plane to Paris. You know, some of that you wonder, too, because being in this business and having been in style and trend, especially having worked with celebrity clientele over the years, yep. there are those moments where you can't afford to take the backseat to not know what they're going to wear, what they're not going to oh, wear. Because right. the thing is, you you have to understand, too, that's a moment, too, where if I'm styling someone and I've lined up their outfits and all of a sudden they step out in something and then it's not appropriate, that might be my opportunity to be fired. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. I never thought about that. You know, I mean, when you're quiet. lining up people, that's your responsibility. That's your job. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so maybe Mr. What was his name? Pierre? Pierre yes. Harvey Pierre. Oh, well, Pierre needs to get off that flight and get it together. <laughs> maybe he's, maybe you know? he's got a better job somewhere else. Well, anyway, if you have thoughts and you want to uh, share them with us, you can certainly feel free to call us at 651-641-1071. But meanwhile, talking about stylists. Yes. Um, there were several stylists that got together and they were discussing certain... Um, trends or fashion rules. I know I like this article. That, yeah, that you should be breaking. Yes. That they said, you know, absolutely you should be breaking. So I thought we should go over a few of these and maybe you've got some uh, pointers you want to give. Mm -hmm. The first one they said is sweatpants are only for the house. And they said that's not true. And no. 
think we'd all agree that that's not true anymore. Absolutely. I mean, I think it started in the 80s. I mean, if we think about people from, you know, LL Cool J to Salt and Pepper, I mean, it was this kind of whole hip hop movement that made them more relevant again. Right. And and I mean, athleisure is everywhere now. Absolutely. And I mean, I think you have to do the right look with it. Tracksuits can work right. too. But Certainly, it is not something just I, for the house. I will tell you, one of I I think it's so amazing, especially for these girls who can wear these kind of cute crop tops. You know, mm. a cute pair of like a little right. crop top with a little bit of sweatpant with a nice little pump. Oh, uh, to yeah. die for! Yeah. Okay, then uh, you shouldn't wear leather in spring or summer. Well, That's not true. Silly. Yeah, because I mean, there's such lightweight. It's a natural fiber. Right. And sometimes, you know, you may have a very summery outfit on, but you need that little jacket with yes. you. And that's a very fashionable. You need a little, little bling to. Little zhuzh. Exactly. Okay. You can, oh, I love this one. You can't mix silver and gold jewelry. Absolutely, you can mix Absolutely. jewelry. The, yeah. There was a long period of time that, oh, you don't mix metals. Right. You know, you got the jewels, you put them on. Well, and the perfect thought to that is go into a jewelry counter and see that mix of like a gold and silver ring, you know, behind the right, counter with the right. diamond in it. Oh, my yeah. God, you go crazy. Well, it's got the diamond for sure. Yeah. Yes. Um, if you're short, don't wear maxi dresses. Well, that's not true either. No, I mean, you have to think of if you're short, you just have to align your body with the same rules. Maybe you want to take a little bit of a wedge with that or an espadrille or something like that to kind of pull the whole thing together. And it's got to fit right. But that's true with everything that you wear. Absolutely. There's nothing that says just because you're short, you can't wear long, but just right. make sure it fits properly. Exactly. Oh, I love this one. You should always dress according to your age. Not. No, that's not true. I don't think so either. I think I Tina mean, Turner wasn't always dressing her age and she looked amazing, not. right? Yeah. No, I mean, you know, and, and some of these stylists said dress for your personality. If you like to look like a conservative 45 year old housewife, by all means, go to Talbot's, J. Jill and Dillard's. But don't let society's weird rule. Well, and the tell difference is we live do. in a climate and an environment right now where like, you know, 80 is like the new 60. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's different. I mean, look at Jane Fonda. Oh, if you've my got it, put it together yeah, and rock it. Absolutely. Um, there's a few others. I'll just go over them briefly because we, we're not going to have time to go over them. You can't wear socks with sandals. I guess I still don't like that. I don't but, like but, that either. you know, if you've got those Gucci $1,400. But if you have big toes, you might want to cover them up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a thought. Uh, you can't wear white after Labor Day. We know that you can wear white. Absolutely. Winter white is beautiful. Your Think shoes, international. Your shoes and bags should always match. No. Not necessarily at all. Uh, navy and black don't go together. They sure do. Absolutely. Yeah. So those are just some of the we like to break rules at Shop Girls. We do like to break rules. So now that we've broken um, the time rule, we will take a break. And when we get back, we will have a whole lot more. So stay tuned. Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. This is Harmony Kaplan today, along with Grant Whitaker. There's so many different things happening, and they don't necessarily all go together, but they're all worth talking about. Well, that's what those headlines do for us, right? I know, and so we're going to go over some of those things. One of the things, and I guess, you know, anthropology just doesn't stop with no. all of their ideas. You know, they opened the Home Design Center. I haven't heard how it's doing. Have you But heard? it's interesting. No, but it's interesting how much we talk about them. Yeah. Because well, there, But there's always positive stuff in the absolutely, news. Absolutely. Which is absolutely. great. So they are now adding a well, wellness to its lifestyle collection. So they opened uh, the first wellness by Anthropology Shop in Palo Alto, California in January. And now, later this month, they're going to be expanding this. And they're going to have over five 
hundred mm-hmm. curated ethical and conscious items, including aromatherapy, essential oils, yoga mats, teas, elixirs, all of those kind of, and crystals. They're really big into crystals. Right. Do you use crystals? No, but I always think like, even if somebody's calling in today, I always want to know about what people's wellness secrets are. Like if they're housing something, you know what I mean? Oh, That's, yeah. But don't you think, because I think we live in a world where we're really concerned about mindfulness, wellness, all of those things right. anyways. Right. But I so, think it's a great move. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously I'm sure they've done their research. Um, they say wellness is the new luxury. Yes. Uh, so on June 25th, two days from now, wellness by anthropology shops will open in 12 of their stores across the country. I don't know. I have not heard yet if there's one opening here. If somebody from anthropology is listening and wants to tell us, we would be happy to know. Uh, but the products will also be available online. So, um, you but know, you asked about crystals. Are you, are you talking just crystals or chandeliers? <laughs> Which, I got, a, I got, got a lot, lot of chandeliers. <laughs> yeah, no, I really wasn't talking about those, but if you'd like to, Hey, okay. So then the next thing that I wanted to talk about was, you know, we've talked about Christian Seriano before mm-hmm. who's become a really, really hot designer. He was... And if you're not familiar with him, he was our, our, one of our all-stars and winners from he, Project right, Runway. Right, he was the winner in season four, way yeah. back in season four of Project Runway. But, you know, not all of the winners have become No, you know, I mean, he's had a lot of success. Yeah, he, he really has. And I think partly because he has cared about people who have been termed plus size, which Absolutely. probably is not the right term yeah uh but he said recently that his career has actually changed since he began incorporating plus sizes into his line he said and i i thought this was amazing adding the plus sizes has tripled his business it's tripled his business and he said why wouldn't we do that who doesn't want to triple their business do you not think these women should wear our clothes? Do we not want these women to have beautiful things because we're afraid they're not beautiful? What's going on here? I mean, it seems like a no-brainer. Well, you but know? The, the, the best thing that you and I were talking about is it's not just that it's tripled his business. It's I think it's the heart and the compassion. I think it's a true designer understanding that he wants women to yep. look their best. Yep. But he's also not raising the prices. No, I thought that was the best part. He said, you know, even though obviously I, you know, it's more fabric or whatever. Yeah. He doesn't feel that there's any reason to do that. He said um, the patterns are different. There's more fabric involved, but he said that would not be the right thing to do. The point of being a designer is to make people feel good. We're here to make people look cute and addressed. It doesn't matter, you know, what what size. And we know he's designed for Leslie Jones. Absolutely. He, he kind of but, ran I mean, to he's her. had like such great. I mean, he had like that amazing when he when he first kind of really came on the scene. Remember that he had that amazing Payless shoe line. Oh, right. That yeah. did so well. Yeah. And he just recently did a, a dress for Whoopi Goldberg. I can't remember which awards thing it was yes shocking I know ex- pink yeah, yeah but it, it, she looked amazing yeah absolutely um and also you know the, the thing is that and we've talked about this on the show many times the average woman woman now wears between a size 16 and 18 right so it really shouldn't be called plus size because that's the size that more women are and i you know i think that that it's surprising in some ways that more designers aren't seeing this and and aren't designing for these women well and i think it's time to in some cases like and i you know i was thinking about this the other day i think it's sometimes the case is to abolish 
a separate place and a store. You know how a couple of weeks right. ago we were talking yeah. about like we were talking about this non-gender conforming store that was opening up in New York. Yes. It, you know, I mean, the same thing is like as a stylist when you're shopping, especially because I use models of we use models of all sizes. Sure. And I hate having to go to a separate section to look for a size. Yeah. Well, yes. And that, you know, I remember when Melissa McCarthy first came out with her line yeah, and she said, you know, her goal was to get it into stores where everything should just be in one department. Absolutely. It should just be a dress department. Because you know what it does sometimes is it takes you out of that creative realm, I think. Yeah. Because, you know, like what he's doing, what's so unique about what he's doing is he's not thinking about a body type. He's right. designing for all body types. Yep. Yeah. No. And, um, this article I, I saw was saying, you know, uh, Ashley Graham, the model, has has obviously become a real icon right. in body positivity. And the uh, reality show America's Next Top Model, they've also begun to incorporate, you know, different body types. And everybody doesn't have to be a, a Did two. you, and well, speaking, did you watch last season of Project Runway with Samantha Ray? I saw part of it. I well, didn't and see that was so, that's what was so nice was they, they had models of all shapes and sizes. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, obviously there is a lot of room for improvement, but he is certainly doing what he can. So um, a designer that that we talked about a couple of weeks ago that we were also sad that mm-hmm. we lost at such a young age is, is Kate Spade. And um, I thought it was very nice. You know, they had in their stores put up banners and they ran ads, you know, the the Kate Spade brand, which she's you know, not been a part of since they sold the company in... I think but it was, was the muse and the starter. Right. You know. But to honor her, the Kate Spade brand donated a million dollars towards mental health awareness and also suicide prevention. And uh, in they sent an email to their customers and they announced that they would donate $250,000 to the Crisis Text Line, which is a, which is a non-profit. And they were encouraging the public to donate and they would also match that. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's a nice thing to see them doing something positive in her in her name. I was so sad to see the her funeral just took place yesterday. I believe mm-hmm. her father died the night before mm. he was 89. And apparently they said he had been in poor health, but that this probably just kind of took her took over the toll. edge. Yep. But yep. you know, what's wonderful about this crisis text line too, and, and them giving that money. Cause it was like a total of a, a million dollars, Yes, yeah. you know, that they really put towards mental health awareness. But the nice thing about that is it, they like this crisis text line. The, the good thing about that is, they're thinking about what's the fast, easy solution. If I'm youth driven, what might be my first call? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Right. To help. So anyway, I, uh, kudos to them for, for doing this. Um, the other thing that that we certainly have to mention is we don't usually talk about the U.S. Supreme Court here. But, you know, sometimes we have to go there. Uh, they, Are they doing new fashion, they, new robes? <laughs> they, maybe we could design maybe new something runways. for them. Or at least a collar. <laughs> um, anyway, they dealt a blow on Thursday to online retailers because they have said that they will allow states to require the sellers to collect sales tax, even if the company yeah. doesn't have a physical presence in the state. And obviously this is a big move. They reversed a decision that had been made in, in 1992, but uh, obviously Best Buy and Target among our local companies 
uh, largest retailers were quick to embrace this. And they said today's Supreme Court decision finally brings sales tax collection into the Internet age and reinforces the basic American notions of fairness and a level playing field for all of those who choose to compete in the marketplace. And I think that's I think it's the right thing. Well, I do, too. But it's I mean, it's also a broader statement of how technology goes way beyond the fact of how we get to catch up to it. Right. You know, right. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I mean, I just think that when you think about it, it it is only for. I right. don't think it's suddenly going to put Amazon out of business. No, absolutely but, not. Um, I think on the other hand, it may make some difference. So, absolutely. Um, that's that's our U.S. Supreme Court news. Thank you for, for that. Today. Thank you. Yes, I try. Uh, when we come back, we have guests that are coming in. Uh, from a company called Kitizen, and they are retailers who have thought in an unconventional way and helping our uh, economy and our climate, sustainability, this. all of that. They'll be able to explain it much better yeah. than I will. So stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. I hope Sean Mendez won't mind me breaking in, but we have other things to talk about. So this is Harmony Kaplan on Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. And I'm here with Grant Whitaker today. And we have special guests with us, Grant. I love special Isn't guests. Isn't that nice? Yes. yes. <laughs> we have Dory Graff and Hello. Randy Pivak from uh, Kittison. Yes. And before I even try to explain, Dory, since you are the co-founder, yes. correct? Yep. I'm going to let you explain what Kittison is. Well, great. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Sure. So Kittison is a marketplace, an online marketplace for parents to buy and sell kid stuff. Uh, okay. It is primarily done through our mobile app, which is available on Android and iPhone. And You pay for it? Uh, nope. It's a free download. Okay. And so what happens is when uh, kids outgrow um, their, the things that they have, they which, want to which do, they tend yes. to do as yeah. they go through seven sizes in the first two years, it happens very quickly. Is uh, that really right? That's yeah. what they say, seven sizes? In oh, the first two years. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. act like you haven't had kids before. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> They're so old, I can't remember. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you are constantly cycling yeah. through uh, the things that you have when you're a parent. Now, are you a parent? I am. Is that what started the thought it process? Is. Yep. So Mary Fallon um, is my business partner, and we were pregnant at the same time and went through that same pain point of uh, needing to constantly acquire things for our kids, mm-hmm. but also um, needing to get rid of the things. that. They, so it's just sure. like, oh my gosh, how do we get rid of all of these things? And how do we acquire all these things all at the same time? Um, and the sustainability yes. was important to you. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're explain like if I'm a mother and yes. okay, my daughter has now outgrown this little dress. Yeah. What do I do? You set up a shop. On, you download the app, mm-hmm. and then um, it's a simple process to set up your shop on Kitizen. You know, you give yourself a shop name and a little bio, and then um, you upload photos of the things that you want to sell. So we do primarily clothing and accessories. Uh, shoes sell really well. Oh, do they? Well. Oh, oh yeah. that's good. Yeah, those are our top sellers. I remember when Allison was little, and she would come to me when she could talk. <laughs> which was probably the minute she came out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, 
she would say, my shoes are too tight, my toes are... Yeah. I said, no, they're right. not. Yeah. They're perfectly fine. Yeah. And her poor little toes would be like this, but it was so expensive to buy shoes. Mm-hmm. Well, so, and, yeah, and they outgrow them before yeah. they... Oftentimes, they even wear them, right. you know, a couple right. of times, and then they're done. Um, yeah. So it gives you a chance to set up a shop and then... Um, list those items in your shop, and then other moms who are needing those items can search and find them and so, uh, buy them from you. Okay, and then, so if I'm searching on there, yeah, and I see this cute pair of shoes that I want to buy, yep, then what do I do? I, I mean, do I just click on this thing yep. or what do I do? You buy them. Yeah, well, press no, the buy but button. I understand. <laughs> but, and so then, how does this person get them to me? So then you press the buy you button. You go and, and a, pick yep, them up for and, me. <laughs> well, then they get noti- the seller gets notified. Okay. And then they um, package the seller packages them up. Um, it, we have an easy way for you to get like a shipping label and all of that. So it's very turnkey. Um, and so then the seller um, gets the, the shipping label and puts it on the package and sends it off. So, so are you guys specific, like if somebody's setting up their store, mm-hmm. do you maintain that store from like a style and trend perspective, quality perspective? So the, we put a lot of that on the seller. Okay. Um, we really want her to, and a lot of sellers on Kitizen have really grown their business beyond just their own kids stuff right they're selling um things for their other families in the neighborhood and now we have brand partnerships where they're selling items uh for our brands what happens if i buy these shoes and they don't fit am i stuck yeah so i can well then you you can yep you can turn around and sell them again with any article that you buy Mm -hmm. you i mean there's no return i mean we there is seller protection and buyer protection um through kitizen so if the item that you received is not as described so if the seller you know listed the wrong size for example or if you um you know, asked for measurements and they didn't give you the right measurements. Yeah. Um, then, then you can contact us and you would get a refund. Um, but if it's just that you receive it and you're like, hmm, I don't know. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I decided I didn't, you know, then that's, that, that's, that's a different on, yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and then do you, do you guide it? Like, you know, I mean, the, of course, because there's so many different online resources and different things out mm-hmm. there, especially mm-hmm. in terms of buying or, consignment in this yep. issue yep. do you say to sellers this is what we're thinking is hot for the season this is hot for kids right now let's give you a little bit of style and trend insight yeah so we have a very active seller community where they are really uh engaging with each other and then also through our hello kids in facebook group is another area where they go where they exchange a lot of information and and maybe randy can talk a yeah, little bit I more was about just that but say, yeah randy you're in charge of well give me your title or make one up. <laughs> <laughs> whatever uh, i'm the community manager okay um, and you have very pretty teeth too oh, thank you, you. Really do. doesn't she yes wow. yeah. really nice teeth. yes <laughs> which has nothing to do with kidism but i couldn't yeah, help but comment yeah but, no, but anyway, I agree. you know about trend and all of that kind of thing so what are people looking for what's hot right now give us a little bit of that information well i think um last year was strawberries this year it's lemons um and then yeah like earthy colors um suspender skirts knee highs leather boots and like 
Do you have have like a real popular color that people are always like every season? This is the popular color for kids. Um, I always think like a cranberry. Last year it was mustard. I think. Oh, really? It was. I know it's super popular in the fall, but um. I don't know. I think this falls would be more like chartreuse type of color. So do you do some research and all to sort of keep up with this stuff? Well, sort of. It's basically because I love it and yeah. I love to dress my kids cute. Oh, <laughs> have you got little ones? I do. Yeah. Six and four. Ah, mm-hmm. so I bet you belong to Kittison. Yes. Yes. So she's, like she's in actually a- one of our top sellers. Yes. <laughs> so that's part of the reason why she is such a and top trend. I love trend. Yeah. kids clothes. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then like with adult clothes, we're in that that feeling right now of a lot of brand names being back out and yeah. you know splashed all across is that happening a lot in kids trends too right now yeah yeah um and like small shops are super popular yeah. um yeah there's an interesting thing that's happening with kids fashion right now mm-hmm. where there are a, a way more small brands right now oh. than there ever were when my so my son's 11 now yeah and Back when he was born, you know, there was a handful of really desirable brands. There's Carter's. There, there's Carter's, you know, their uh, tea collection yeah. you right. know, um, has been and is still actually incredibly popular. Yeah. Um, but now there are a ton of really smaller brands, but are highly desirable. And they have a huge cult, cult following, especially on Instagram with, you know, thousands and thousands of moms who love these brands. Sure. And so they're highly coveted. Um, and they're, you know, a little bit more expensive, mm-hmm. harder to find. And I think brand discovery is really one of the big pieces about Kittizen that moms really appreciate. They come onto Kittizen and maybe they're familiar with Gap and Carters and that sort yeah, of thing. But they and don't then know all the of a sudden they're mm-hmm. exposed to all of these more interesting um, brands that they never knew well, that's, existed. That's part mm-hmm. of, I think, what social media and all has done. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like if you were a parent listening, if a parent out there is listening right now and going, what would be a new brand that you might recommend for discovery for them? Allison Ames. Allison Ames. <laughs> if you have a girl and you want a, a great twirl skirt or a twirl, twirl dress, oh, really? which is very popular right now, um, Allison Ames. Um, for more comfortable type um, um, kind of cotton, um, I would say childhoods, uh, Lulu and Rue, uh, June and January, which is actually one of our brand partners. Okay. Um, so if you buy or sell June and January on Kittizen, mm-hmm. you can earn rewards and you can use those um, points to actually get uh, credit to buy new again. So that is part of the actually the circular economy that. Yeah. And why do you feel it's so important? You know, Patagonia certainly Patagonia, does this. Yeah. Is McCartney. It, why do you feel that this is the way to go? I think that from a sustainability pers- perspective, it's incredibly important. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can give those clothing items a second life, mm-hmm. um, the the stats on the emissions that get reduced because of even extending the life of a garment um, an extra uh, two to three months Mm -hmm. has a huge impact on our our environmental footprint. We can all do something with that. And the fashion industry, to be honest, is the second largest uh, pollutant. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it's something that people are becoming way more aware of. And and it, it is time for... I think each individual consumer to take responsibility for that that impact. Kidison is it's national. Yes, all okay. across the so, U.S. We have a half a million moms 
across the United States, buying so, and selling. And yeah. Yep. Isn't that just amazing? I would also think it might be a nice de-stressor because as a, as a parent, you could actually shop and get rid of things and you can do it any time of the day. Yeah. And you know you're doing yeah. a good thing besides. Right. You know, it, it's... Uh, I think it sounds great. I don't I do have too. I don't have any I little think it's ones, amazing. But I think I will tell my daughter-in-law who does have little ones. Do you yeah. sell as much boys stuff as girls or so not? Our sweet spot is girls probably size 0 to 4 is kind of yeah. like because you know yeah. the it, cute dresses yeah. the little accessories all of those fun right. things yeah. Yeah. yeah but that said I have been shopping for my son on Kitizen since for you know for a long time now. He's yeah. now 11 and still his entire wardrobe is from Kittison. So shopping for boys, selling boy stuff definitely sells quickly. Yeah. Um, so I think it's definitely worth it. Well, I think it sounds great. And I think, you know, if you haven't tried it, you should get the app. You can download the app. Kidizen, it's K-I-D-I-Z-E-N. Yes. In case you have any questions about that. And Randy and uh, Dory, I thank you so much for coming in. This is helpful to all of us. Yeah, yeah. what an amazing I, resource. Yeah, no, it's I mean, great. I really think it is. Thank, thank you. I, I, yeah, you're doing a, a really good service. So thanks. Well, thank, you. thank you for being with us. And stay tuned. We'll be back right after this with more of Shop Girls. Welcome back. This is Harmony Kaplan, and you are listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Grant Whitaker is here with me. God, we were just flying by, right? I, I mean, know. It just always goes it's like that. It's that shopping. That was really interesting talking to the women from Kidism. I just think it's such a great resource. Too bad for I parents. didn't have that back in the day. Absolutely. It was the dark ages. But I think you might have been up all night going, yeah. I need this one, I need this one, I'm going to sell <laughs> probably, this one. Probably. <laughs> well, Grant, you know what time it is now, don't you? I hope so. This is the time in the show when we take a look, we say, Oh, do I like it? Don't I like it? Would I wear it? Wouldn't I wear it? And we say, whose look is this anyway? She's wearing that outfit. It's time for the shop girls to ask. Can I ask you something? Whose look is it anyway? Well, there are uh, a few looks, (coughs) excuse me, that I found this week that I thought were Kind of questionable. Hmm. The first one, I'm sure, is something that you probably already have in your wardrobe. Yes. This is Fendi. We certainly all know top designer Fendi. Uh, It is a headband umbrella. Okay? (laughs) Now, the truth is, I've seen umbrellas before Mm -hmm. that are kind of, you know, made to just sit on your head. But... I don't think anybody of the caliber of Fendi has ever come up with one. This is an Italian luxury designer. Right. So it is, um, the umbrella itself is kind of decked out with their monogram all over it, as they do, and in their brown color. And it's made, they said, from polyamide and features a logo elastic headband. Now, we won't even talk about the price yet. Yeah, let's not. Would you wear it? No. And you take chances. I mean, you are not like a button-down suit. No, I mean, and, well, fashion is you. I like to play something different every day, honestly. Yeah. But that, I mean, that looks like something out of a weird '80s video. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know 
other than getting you know, it looks their like name. You, you might be getting reception service if you, <laughs> if you wore it. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, first of all, you can pre-order it right now. Yeah, so of course you if can. If you want to take a chance, Grant, this is your chance because you can pre-order it, uh, and the cost in U.S. dollars is three hundred and forty-six dollars. I think you could wear that to Fashion Uplifts. Well, I wouldn't want to take your thunder away because you might change your mind and decide to wear this. I, you know, but what? don't you think this is ridiculous? Of I mean, the purpose is. of it is to wear something to keep yourself dry, yeah. right? Yeah. And then the purpose of an umbrella is to keep yourself dry and maybe not mess up your hair. Yeah. So maybe. Oh if, yeah, I never. Th- well, see, for men, maybe they think it's different. Well, maybe if care. if you're like Mr. Clean and you are very clean shaven and yeah. have no hair, this might be something for you. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, if you're a sports enthusiast and you like your beer and your hot dog in one hand and you need an umbrella, that might be kind of cool. Yeah. Well, when you get one, you let me know. Oh, I'm, gonna I'm say not no. running. I'm going to say no on that one. <laughs> I'm going to say no, too. Right. So here, you know, I swear we have talked about different versions of jeans on here Yeah. for weeks and weeks. And it and always weeks. seems to happen because, every time I'm here. Yes. And what I don't <laughs> understand is I don't know how there can be any more ways of making ridiculous jeans. Totally. I really don't. Yeah. But once again, someone has come up with them. Uh, this is a designer. <laughs> and Hope will have to post this. We'll have to put the link. The brand is called Bless. Okay. So they've taken a classic pair of Levi's. What is the brand name again? Bless. <laughs> B-L-E-S-S. Well, they, you might need to be blessed if you, you wore these. might. Because they've taken a pair of Levi's. But then they've... I don't know even how to know how to explain this. They've kind of <laughs> this is changed a... it over so that the fly yeah, do is explain. folded over onto the right <laughs> leg. And then they've replaced the outer side of the left leg with a transparent mesh panel. Okay, let's face it. Yes. It is a pair of grandma pantyhose. And someone has cut jean slices onto a pair of grandma pantyhose. No, they've pantyhose. taken the Levi's and cut them. Well, they've I know, this. but it looks like you are wearing a pair of pantyhose and you've cut a side tuxedo stripe out of them. And you can get them for $590. But, I mean, you could be at home right now and you could safety pin jeans to a pair of pantyhose and then cut a stripe down the sides and you would have the if same If you look. were drunk, you could do that. Well, yes. right. But, well, you'd have to be drunk to wear these. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I'm saying a big no. Oh, I mean, and what I don't understand, another, oh, excuse me, they are 590 but the blessed jeans are on sale at opening ceremony <laughs> for only $236. Well, you might want to save your 200 and somewhat dollars because you literally... I'm You're sorry. You look ridiculous. In- there is nothing flattering about that. In there is nothing way. trend no. conscious. No. Nothing at I all. I don't care. No, I don't. I don't care either. And I just, I really don't think there's anything more that can be done. No, I mean, we to, saw those know. weird thong jeans. Remember? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, there's, and there have been jeans that are really just a waistband. I mean, it makes no sense. Yeah. No. But they get their publicity, and maybe that's good. So here's something that that makes a little more sense. Um, Vogue is suggesting that the slip skirt mm-hmm. is the latest thing to wear instead of, you know, suffering the heat in jeans or, you know, maybe you don't want to be as casual as shorts. Now I have to ask you, did you, did you, when you sent that to me, were yes. you familiar with the slip skirt, that term of it? No. 
I wasn't, wasn't either. I wasn't familiar with it. And I also would say that I wouldn't be wearing it. I think it's a lovely look. It is. If you are tall and skinny and have no thighs. Because it's basically like, I mean, it's so clean. You know what it is, basically, is it's the bottom half of a maxi dress. Yeah. Right. That's right. what it is. And but but they're saying that it, you know it's more versatile because you can put different shirts with it. And I mean I don't think it's a bad look. Right. But I think you have to be careful when you're wearing something like that. I think you've got to be a certain. But see, I I think you could wear it. I think as a petite person, uh, you could probably pull this off. It was yeah. if it was more like if it w- didn't have a pattern and it was a solid color and you match something solid with it. Yeah. Like the picture of Gwyneth Paltrow in the green with the I green. Don't, I don't quite have her body. I don't know how to break this to you, Grant. But. No, but I think the thing is, that's what I mean. It created kind of a column shape. Yeah. Well, let me tell so you. You're very column-esque. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you like really, really short columns, yes. Well, anyway, we're I'm going to say no to that, but for some people it's fine. We've got a whole other hour of Shop Girls to go, so please don't go away. We'll be back and take your questions at the top of the hour.